Aloha and welcome back to School by Gemini with your host Araya and this podcast will be talking all things astrology and the celestial realm. On my last podcast episode I spoke of the basics um, of astrology for beginners and I taught you guys how to read your own birth charts or how to get into it you know what resources you need like cafe astrology and things like that and then i started to discuss how uh you can actually read it you know once you actually gain your birth chart um you know what does it mean so this podcast this episode i will be talking about the planets and um which each planet represents and what impact they each have on our lives and our charts um so i hope you guys are excited and let's begin so just as the signs have different representations um and different aspects of what they might bring out in a personality the planets do the same thing and when i'm speaking of planets i'm also speaking of the sun and the moon not just mercury through pluto yes i will be discussing pluto um traditional astrologers still use pluto um in astrology just because you know it's deemed as a dwarf planet um does not mean that astrologists don't use um it because it still is a planet um which still has been studied and um you know the research that has been done on the planet regarding astrology is still um significant and reliable i guess that's a good way to word it (laughs) so yeah okay we shall begin with the very own sun so it's not a planet yes i know it's a star but it's a luminary body in our you know solar system so it does have a influence that you know a actual planet um will have just as the moon has that same influence which is why i said it's not just mercury through pluto it's the sun and the moon as well and um I'm not going to get into it, maybe this podcast, but asteroids um, and, you know, celestial bodies such as those also have an impact on our charts and, you know, um, stuff like that. So, yeah. So a lot of people describe the sun as the planet that describes your personality. Um, And I like to think of this, too. Um, but another way you can look at it is how you shine your light into the world. Another astrologist has said this, um, and it just has stuck with me. Um, so, you know, the sun, how you shine your light, because, you know, the sun shines, <laughs> basically. Your sun is your inner self. It, it's your ability to assert yourself. So each planet rules over a sign. Um, or more than one sign so the sun rules over the leo which is why leos may be stereotyped or characterized as these 
uh, people who think about themselves. And I don't know why people take this into such a negative stereotype because I actually admire how Leos, you know, know how to prioritize themselves. And they're actually not as self-oriented as people think to me because the sun also represents the heart um and leos have that you know a lot of leos i know well this might be you know a personal opinion but they're always good-hearted like their intentions are always good even if they might not you know show that because of their like fiery you know passion or whatever but yeah then we have the moon so the moon represents you know our emotions the way i think about it is how the moon rolls over the tides you know and this might be you know because of gravity or whatever but um the moon controls the tide so i think about it like the moon controls our tears you know our emotions and that's how i remember it it also represents our ability to change and our acceptance of it, you know, how we adapt to it. As you know, the moon has, you know, many different phases, um, and this can represent the changes itself. The moon rules over the planet Cancer. You know, Cancer is a water sign. Um, they're seen as a very emotional in a way but this could be due to you know the power that the moon has over it um the sign itself next we have the planet of communication or mercury so mercury represents everything rational you know reason and common sense it also symbolizes the process of learning and evaluation and analysis um so you know you have the gemini and virgo which are ruled over the two different sides of mercury so this is why i named my podcast schooled by gemini since you know mercury rules over the gemini and the process of learning so when you think about you know school by gemini then we have our planet of beauty. You know, when you think of Greek mythology, there's Venus or, you know, Aphrodite, the goddess of beauty and, you know, things that are aesthetically pleasing. You know, she's known as this, the most beautiful goddess or, you know, entity. Um, so Venus has this effect also. It's the planet of harmony and also you know sociability and relationships it de- kind of defines our relationships uh, romantically and platonically um so venus also has two signs that it rules over which are libra and taurus so i'm sidetrack for a little bit but you know uh your ascendant sign is your rising or how people perceive you which is why you know libra and tauruses they're ruled by venus so they might have more you know aesthetically pleasing features um so if you're a libra or taurus venus um 
you know, people might find you more pleasing to the eyes. Um, you know, this isn't true in all cases, but, you know, it's general, generally speaking. Um, so then we have Mars, which is uh, the planet of passion, um, you know. So back to mythology, but this time Roman, um, you know, Mars or Aries is the god of war. And this is how I think of Mars. It's this fiery planet, you know, based on uh, spontaneity and impulse, courage, determination. Um, so, you know, it's readiness for action and how people go about doing things. It's also, you know, simply just aggression. Um, so the sign that Mars rules over is Aries, which is why Aries, you know, might be seen as these, you know, very passionate signs and yeah so if you really think about it each of you know the planets and their rulers they go together so like mars and fire and the sun rules over leo it's also fire you know and then the moon water cancer i don't know if that kind of makes sense or you know i'm just rambling but you know they each like go together um, then we have Jupiter, which is the planet of expansion and, you know, hope, optimism. It's the biggest planet, so that's how I kind of think about it, you know, the planet of expansion, since it's the biggest. Um, so it represents faith and, you know, just spiritual growth. Um, it rules over Sagittarius, so, you know, one of the biggest um, characteristics of to describe Sagittarius's are their um, desire for travel. You know, they don't want to stay in one place. Um, so if you think about it like that, that's how like Jupiter influences it. Um, next we have our Saturn. Saturn is seen as this harsh planet. Um, it kind of, you know, gives you this sense of reality. So this is kind of why Capricorns might be seen as, like, you know, these rational, like, people sometimes. Or, like, like they might be too rational um, just because Saturn kind of gives them this, you know, trait of wanting to follow rules and obey. Um, Saturn also, you know, makes you discover your limitations and... It's also seen as the karmic planet. So there's this thing where, you know, if you mess with a Capricorn placement or someone who has Capricorn heavily condensed in their chart, you will get your karma one way or the other. Or the person with the Capricorn placements, you know, have to be careful with what they do because they will get their karma as well. Um, so, which is why I'm kind of careful with what I do. I have a Capricorn moon, and it's um, one of my significant placements. So, like, I kind of notice how sometimes when I'm, like, you know, acting nicer to people and stuff, I get the stuff in return. And it's not like I do that so I can get it, but it just happens. So, I, I do see this as something that's true to me. Um, so, next we have Uranus.
this is the planet of innovation, you know, technology, and rebellion. It's kind of the opposite of Saturn because it hates rules and, you know, it likes change and to be groundbreaking. Uh, kind of think of it as like the, you know how it's a sideways planet, so it's sideways. It doesn't like being, you know, right side up. Uh, it's the planet of intuition it gives us inspiration and insights it's unusual um so we have the sign equivalent which is the aquarius you know aquariuses are known to be the quirky and unusual the weird people of the zodiacs um which makes sense when you think of the planet Uranus. So next we have Neptune, which is the more spiritual planet. It gives us the, it's the way to, you know, the mystical experience. And it's associated with drugs and, you know, all our different realities, if, you know, you believe in that in a way. Um, so it rules over Pisces and you know Pisces are seen as these signs that are in touch with their spiritual side you know if you meet someone with a lot of Piscean energy um they're kind of you know mysterious in this like spiritual way I don't know it kind of makes sense for me because my childhood best friend was a Pisces and a lot of the traits do correlate with her. I don't know. But next we have Pluto. So Pluto is seen as the most intense planet, which is why, you know, it rules over the most intense sign, Scorpio. Um, Scorpio has two planet rulers, um, uh, Pluto and Mars. Um, but anyways, so back to Pluto, it's how we deal with power you know or suffering as well um you know so it rolls everything intense as well as dying you know death or life itself so um it's not a planet to be scared of um it's actually a quite you know intense planet and once you like understand its energy and its power it's like you know sort of this beautiful thing just like a Scorpio. I actually love Scorpios, but we'll get into that another another time. But yeah, so that's the um, you know, the brief introduction to all of the planets in astrology. And in my next segment, I'll be talking about certain placements within these planets that I uh find in my friends and, you know, people that I like. Or, you know, that I generally dislike. Um, so, yeah, thank you for tuning in to School by Gemini. This is your host, Araya, on Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. Good morning, amigo. I'm in a really putrid mood. I'm going to give you a couple reasons why I'm in a putrid mood. Number one, the gallbladder's back to working normal again. Oh, of course, oh. because you're supposed to see the mechanic today. That's what, <laughs> that's what happens, bro. Whistle for yourself, please. <laughs> the way it just rolled off your tongue, that was too funny. Oh, dear Jesus. 
Yes, I'm going to the mechanic today, and that's why everything's working hunky-dory, of course, for the last two days. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org. Everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Aloha, and we're back to Goodbye Gemini with your host, Araya, on Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. And in our last segment, we talked about the planets and what they represent and their rulerships. And now we're going to get more um, in-depth with it and talk about their dignities. Um, so there are four dignities, and I'll explain what that even means in the first place. So as you know, planets move. And as they move, they move into different signs and different placements. These placements for each planet will have a different relationship. And they might be more happy in these placements, the planets, or they might not like it. It might not be a good time per se. So that's like in layman's term how can how I can explain it. Um, but basically there are four dignities. Um, in my last segment, I already listed all of um, the rulerships of each planet. But there's also the exaltation, the detriment, and the fall of each um, planet. So yeah, so a rulership, as I said before, this is where a planet feels at home. So um, its energy can flow freely there. So this is where the planets, you know, what it represents is most emphasized, I guess, if, if that's even how you explain it. But, okay, so the energy of the sun combines with the energy of the Leo. So this is why the sun rules over the Leo. So the next dignity we have is the exaltation. So this is like going to a friend's house that you're completely comfortable at, but it's still not your house. So plan a planet might not rule over the sign that it's exalted over, but it still feels well. Like this is where the planet feels good at. Um, but it's not, you know, exactly a rulership because the rulership, you know, it's like feels totally at home. Like, you know, you know, you could be naked in this, <laughs> but, you know, at a friend's house, you still have to have, you know, your boundaries. So next we have our detriment. So this is where um, they plan it is in the opposite sign that they rule. So each sign has an opposite sign of them. It's um, usually the same modality, but the opposite element. So, for example, Gemini, um, the opposite sign would be a Sagittarius. Um, 
Sagittarius is fire and then Gemini is air and they're both mutable signs so yeah so detriment as you know that word is it means something that is damaging or harmful so when planets are in detriment this means that they might have some difficulty expressing their own nature when they're in this sign um they're required to conform to the energy of the sign rather than cooperating with it so this is like when you're somewhere and the rules there are against your beliefs and you kind of have to suppress your own thoughts in a way to be to just be there so that's detriment and then there's fall so planets in their fall is when signs are in the opposite of their exaltation so this for a planet is the hardest place for it to express its feelings detriment it it's difficult but for the fall it's like seriously harmful so for like detriment imagine you like twisting your ankle for fall it's like breaking your whole leg (laughs) you know so it's like this uncomfortable feeling the planet does not feel good here um it feels humbled dejected depressed this is like being forced to be in a place where you're not welcomed so these are the four dignities and um these do play in a, a role in your chart you know depending on your placements you know you might have some placements where you have a planet that is in its detriment for example i have a capricorn moon and you know so many people make jokes about capricorn moons you know because of its detriment and I think I've talked about this before on this podcast but I'll mention it again since we're on the topic but you know it kind of does show because I do have you know this difficulty showing my emotions or not even showing but just feeling my emotions myself or knowing exactly what I feel so since you know Capricorn is this rational thinking sign and the nature of the moon is to feel I don't really connect with the moon because it's like these two bashing natures you know it's like Voldemort and Harry fighting and you're like trying to you know compete over it but if it's just like dang sometimes I just want to feel like why do I have to have a Capricorn moon but okay so now I'll be going over each planet's dignities so I will I will be saying domicile but this also refers to the home position or rulership as I mentioned before I know I went over this in the first segment but I'll just be repeating it um because this is like the most important part and it's really important to remember so so the sun is domicile in leo moon in cancer mercury in gemini and virgo 
Venus in Libra and Taurus, Mars in Scorpio and Aries, Jupiter in Sagittarius and Pisces, Saturn in Capricorn and Aquarius, Uranus in Aquarius, Neptune in Pisces, and Pluto in Scorpio. So yes, some of the signs might have two planets where they are domicile in. This is because um, a sign might have more than one ruler. So next we have the exaltation. Remember, this is like being at your best friend's house, basically. So the sun, this is exalted in Aries. The moon is exalted in Taurus. Mercury is exalted in Virgo. Venus is exalted in Pisces. Mars is exalted in Capricorn. Jupiter in Cancer. And Saturn in Libra. So some of the planets do not have an exaltation. As I list these dignities and these placements, I want you to look at your chart and I want you to see how these dignities play a role into your own life so you know look at your planets and look at which signs they are placed in and see oh this sign this planet is exalted so then you might see oh you know think back to the first segment how those traits of the planet and those traits of your personality might be affected because of these dignities if um let me give you an example if you're sort of confused so for example um the sun is exalted in aries so if you have an aries sun you are comfortable you know with your personality um you know the traits of the sun so you might not have the difficulties displaying the characteristics because you know Aries and the sun are like best friends you know and this also goes for you know the fall and the detriment like I mentioned earlier if you yourself have a Capricorn moon or or you have a Scorpio moon say we'll get into this later but um the Scorpio falls um or the the moon falls in Scorpio so if you have a Scorpio moon you might you know, have the hardest time expressing your emotions. You might be private, you know, and this is why, because of that fall. So let me get back into listing, you know, the dignities, but just think about, you know, your own placements. And it might explain a lot. So next we have our detriment. Remember, this is um, where a planet does not feel comfortable at, but it's not completely you know i do not like this that's fall so this is detriment so this is like remember how i said earlier you know the little injury so the sun is in detriment in aquarius moon in capricorn mercury in sagittarius and pisces venus in aries and scorpio mars in taurus and libra jupiter in gemini and virgo saturn in cancer and leo uranus in Leo, Neptune in Virgo, and Pluto in Taurus. So next we have our fall, and this is the, you know, falling off of a cliff, like injury, like, you know, 
I do not like this. So this is sun, and it falls in Libra, moon in Scorpio, Mercury in Pisces, Venus in Virgo, Mars in Cancer, Jupiter in Capricorn, Saturn in, Ur in Aries, Uranus in Taurus, Neptune in Capricorn, and Pluto in Leo. And for me, for fall, I have a Cancer Mars. And this might be one of the placements I do not like the most. But I sort of, I, I sort of do like it because it's like I have this sensitivity, this like overblown sensitivity where it's like sometimes I like just blow up. And like a lot of people know this about me. Like I have my patience and I like, I try, I really do try. But once you like, once I'm there, once I'm at my boiling point, like it just like explodes. Like you do not want to get me mad because I have that Cancer Mars and it's like, it's I hate being angry because I'll just start like crying like start crying like and it's like it's not even a sad cry it's like this angry like ugh, like I want to let go out of all of my anger type of cry and that's how I get when I'm sad so this is the placement that I couldn't kind of see in myself the most it's not my plant it's not my ruler or anything but I do see this and myself a lot and it's because of this fall this fall is so strong and it like shows so much in me so if you yourself have a planet that is in its fall or you know detriment this is not necessarily a bad thing this is just something that you need to learn from so I hope you guys have learned uh, um, a lot in this segment. You know, this is my goal of School by Gemini. Um, but thank you for tuning in to Slam Radio, um, Sirius XM Channel 145. This is your host, Araya, on School by Gemini.